I love the way the First Gen Lounge makes me feel. Because it creates a space where I belong. Where we're able to create community. The fact that it's a community. It's a safe place. It also gives me a place to understand different perspectives. The stories of these individuals prescribe transformational perspective. I receive encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment. And also serve as a catalyst to just keep going. Where we're able to be our true selves. I'm allowed to be an unapologetic first gen. And above all else, tell our story. And every episode is unique. I love it. I'm your host, Dr. Eve, and I'd like to welcome you to the First Gen Lounge. Hey, hey, and hey to you, you, and you. Oh, trying something brand new today, but you know, I just really want to say, hey, (laughs) y'all. So glad that you are here again, and as always, just to be in the space to share, to share life, to share the journey. You know, it means so very much to me. So, of course, you know, I try not to be long. I be trying to just get to it, get to it. I say that every show, but I just be want to remind you that it's never my goal to be long. (laughs) It's never my goal to be long. But peep it. All right. So if you don't know, now you're about to know that I did a masterclass called Seeing the Big Picture. Essentially uh, showing, walking folks through a three-step blueprint that I created for living a meaningful life. All right. Um, just finding meaning, overcoming doubts, facing fears, getting through challenging times. That was the foundation for it. And that was one particular part of this, this masterclass that has continued to stand out to me. And I was thinking, I should share that with you. I should. So this is me doing that today, sharing a part of this particular said masterclass where um, we talk about essentially change and what it means to change or what what change needs to happen in your life for you to get to that thing that you so desire, you know, for your life and for yourself. And really more so it's me just really delivering the challenge or framing the perspective um, for those who were a part of this to, to think about. And we do discuss it, but I ain't going to share that part, not here, because I want you to just be able to get to that that steak and potatoes. You know, so I didn't say me, I said steak. <laughs> but steak and potatoes of this particular part, um, even as a way to reflect for yourself, because you know I'm all about personal growth. And so, without further ado, let's just go ahead and just get into it. Just go and get into it. Here you go. Imagine life five years from now as you're thinking about how am I go ahead? How can I realign myself? What do I want? Do I want to lose more weight? Do I want to make more money? Do I want to head a department? Do I want to start a nonprofit? And is this aligning with my values? But then the G, what needs to change? Are you overwhelmed and frustrated because you're not living in accordance to what you value and because you're not dreaming or thinking about what you want? So you just kind of run in circles, just doing something and hoping to figure it out. It's important that we're intentional about what we want for our lives in order for us to continue to have direction, right? But then what do you need to change? I mean, so is it eating habits for you to get to where you want to get in five years? And is that habit aligned with the value of having freedom? Because you don't have freedom if you're not well, because you're not, you're going to maybe bound to the house, you know, or you might not be able to travel like you want to simply because you may not have the help that you need or financial stability is something that's important to you. What are you doing to change your financial landscape? Because if it matters to you to have peace, and if you don't have no money, you don't have no peace, 
What needs to change? Also, if you're trying to have 100,000 in the bank as one of your five-year goals or five-year imagination kind of things. So really consider what those things look like. Um, and I see that we have, you know, in the comments, um, some, some feedback. You see happiness, cure happiness in life, career and relationships. Finishing your doctoral degree, kudos to you for that. Kind of skipping through, I also be a fire for God, a mother, wife, and a leadership role. Breaking generational curses. I love that. And a, and a mentor for young Black girls. Love that. Love that. That's really amazing to hear that. So even as you think about those things you seek for yourself, what do you need to change now? Better study habits. And starting to learn and read about nonprofit organizations and mentorship. Is that getting, you know, hip with travel and how you can travel? Maybe you and Kim can get together and go do some stuff, <laughs> you know, have girls travel. So what does that look like? And then, you know, I want to challenge your idea, shape on pure happiness. What does happiness look like to you? So how do you define happiness to, to even know that happiness or even joy for that matter has been achieved? Because I think a lot of times we wait for happiness to be a feeling. And I think that it definitely is a feeling, but what's going to make you feel how you feel? Like me having a bowl of good spaghetti or some of my husband's Southern cooking, that's happiness for me. And I'm good with that. Yeah, okay. But I definitely feel like just for what it's worth though, if you can also define things that are happy or even experiment to find what things give you that excitement or that joy, I think that would definitely help you in your journey. So again, thinking about what needs to change, the question I want you to ask yourself and to be able to put into your worksheet or your handout box is what do I need to work on? Not what your spouse or your partner needs to work on, not what your kids need to work on, your mama, your grandma, or anybody else. What do you want to work on? And be okay with being selfish about what that is. Here's why. I think we all know if we're no good for ourselves, we're no good for anybody around us. So what are things that you want to work on to feel good about yourself, the direction of your life, as well as considering how these things are going to help you move toward those five-year goals or those things you can imagine for your life five years from now, but also align yourself with those things you value. See, notice it's kind of like a pyramid to us, a box. They all go hand in hand. What you value will help be driven by what your goals are. Those goals or those things you imagine will be driven by what you value. And then what you need to change is driven by what you imagine for yourself as well as what you value. So it all comes together. So think for a second about what you want to work on. All right. So I hope that you enjoyed that. And I will say just for myself, I really have enjoyed the playback, even watching the video and sitting through my own content (laughs) to grow myself. And so what I'd like to do even now, if you really like that and you was like, yeah, I want more of it. If you go to First Generation University, it's actually posted under past and future trainings. So if you go there, you can access um, the content, the masterclass replay and just go through it, you know, and then watch it as as much as you want um, and just reflect and again to grow and to be. So on that note, just remember to stay intentional. Know that you and your life matters. Know that I love you. And most importantly, keep pressing forward. All right, I'm out. Peace.